Hello guys and you're welcome once again to OSC's Academic Adventure Podcast. So in this episode, I'll just be discussing about how stressed I have been in the recent time. I've actually been stressed. Late last year, I welcomed a newborn, my second baby and you know, keeping in tabs with family has also been a thing. And uh, please join me as we enjoy this particular edition of the podcast thanks for joining (laughs) yeah if you've not been following it's time for you to follow and this is gonna be more consistent than ever let's do this and let's take a short break i am stressed PhD, handling newborn, and staying connected with family. Yeah. Well, I'm not meant to record this at this time that I'm recording it, but why 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 shouldn't I? <laughs> because I feel like recording it. I feel like talking about it. I feel like mm, it's not been easy, you know, being a family person and um studying for a PhD. PhD itself is a big stress on its own and um, you know, having to do deal with that with newborn who don't they don't think of any other thing than their comfort you know and it's not their fault it's just their their nature it's they need to depend on us and you need to factor that in so why let's talk about this what has been my <laughs> i won't lie to you who first me i was almost getting tired but no i will not be tired I would not be tired. Um, I needed to take a break at some point. I needed to also, you know, distract myself a bit so that I I don't get overwhelmed. I don't get carried away and um, or be like stuck in between the projects. So what are, what has been the challenges so far? Generally, we know PhD is, is demanding but no doubt about that it's very very demanding and people tend to handle it different way and i've seen a couple of people drop out actually people have dropped out of phd people had to take intermission but <sighs> three years is almost here and i'm still going i'm still going i'm still going so you have to do a lot of in-depth review it's a large document back and forth review criticism here and there it's sometimes comes with a feeling like you've been rejected at some point but no you're not being rejected it's just the process that should lead to a quality work to ensure that you are able to wave through the storm and um sort of kind of a test the fire you have to pass through you know the same kind of fire that um gold pass through before it becomes refined and become worthy worthy you can think about crude oil and all of those processes passes through that we can then extract gas petrol diesel kerosene and all of those other things so it's a process that will refine every researcher so the nature of phd how you have to read you have to read if you don't read you can't have what to write if you don't read you don't get inspiration 
So reading is that big part of PhD. Well, with the introduction of quite a lot of tools, and I have mentioned about referencing tools which were episte organized before, and um, I'll put the link below. And but then most importantly, you have to sort of know where to go to where you need to get contents, things that are relevant for your study and more. This itself is stressful because there are some platform you cannot you cannot access them you see the title you see the abstract you probably see the introduction but you never get to see the real article perhaps what you need is even in the main article so you just get overwhelmed you get stressed and but but then it's different here yeah, in in uk you have access to majority of the things you can make document requests from british library and more but it's a process on its own. It's a big process on its own, and then finding what's relevant for your con- for your for your particular subject, for a particular argument, knowing where it fits in, and making it flow, connecting to other in- other disconnected ideas, and just ensuring that the old documents sync. It's stressful. Supervision meeting rare, very helpful meetings, but then when perspective and differences starts coming in, it becomes something else. So you really need to know what you're doing so that you'll be able to kind of manage the conversation. Think about it like a baby, you know, you are pregnant with it, you know how it's doing. Nobody else understands your project better than you do. So the better positioned you are, the better the chances, the higher the chances of you getting through with your ideas. But yes, please welcome suggestions, insights and more. This is very important for your growth because you need that to strive as as a, as a phd so that's another stressor the methodology just have to be right ethically compliance i have to go through the ethics review which i also went through sometimes late last year is it was i think i found great that there was really no it was approved with minor corrections which i just had to tidy and then that was it so yeah i i may probably do um talk about it the podcast around it afterwards so let's move on to another stressor another stressor is you know writing well for many it is not for me yes it's not for me but for some people it is a big deal because they don't um, have the flair to write i'm a writing person i like to write a lot so it's not a problem for me so for some other person it can become a serious thing that you know tend to affect their productivity and they have some things to write but they don't know how to go about it so for some people it is a very stressful thing to do so what well, for me it's not it's nice really big stressor how i do it you want to know i think i did a content on how i have to, I, uh, I navigate my, my writing process you know so but then if you need it you can make a comment through a question and then i'll post the link well some of the challenges faced by phd students such as workloads deadlines and research pressure is always there for everyone so you really can't run away from it you have deadlines you have to submit some things that's to be reviewed people have to comment and critique it and then get back to you on that and it may be entirely from a different perspective
Well, yeah, so you're not immune from workload deadlines and more because you have to keep up with all of those activities. Those are part of the tests that you have to go through to see if you can deliver research within a certain period of time. So, well, I'm just going to share my experience and stories. Um, oh, man, beginning of my PhD was, was tough, you know. I had a proposal, all the plan, all set out in my head, written out. But then everything started playing out differently. And first was my proposal twisting and changing. At the point I wanted to even, I wasn't happy with the change. I wanted to start off with another topic afresh. And then I looked at it again, no way. I shouldn't. Then I, I, I stick back, I stuck back to my original proposal, matched it up and then did more work. And it became something substantial. So yeah, that was a very big stress. You know, doing the review, I didn't know the kind of review I should do. I didn't know how to even. I knew how to do literature review. Not that everybody knows how to write some sort of review if you are doing for if you are going for PhD. At least you do that in your proposal level. But knowing how to navigate it, what style, what approach, if you are doing thematic. Um, conceptual how to organize it generally it becomes something else but then I, I i was able to navigate my way through and then it was quite very easy and yeah that's for phd and then how does it now connect to it you know adjusting to parents i've got a a son before who is two plus going through this year and um we welcome another baby because we just wanted to be done with um baby baby production <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we needed to be done with that and then we uh, we sort of agreed and then we were my wife and i and then we had a baby and then it becomes another area its own self the pregnancy stage they weren't phoning and then what well, i got the support of my wife who was also working while she was pregnant you know that's really big massive support because i can work as a phd student beyond a certain hours so I've got 20 hours and at the point I need to stop working because I just have to focus on this PhD thing to get things going. So we'll, life changed, things changed, activities changed and then to men baby came, boom, attention all on baby, attention all on baby. You just have to focus on baby at that point in time. So if you can hear any noise in the background, it's my son talking. Hmm? please focus on what you're doing and stop talking okay mm. that was a bit of school then. yeah so that's that part of yeah that's part of those, <laughs> that's part of the process of you know <laughs> parenting and passing PhD imagine if I was writing at this time or reading it will be there disturbing you can't lock them out because like my wife said you just have to make him understand that you're busy and not just keep quiet or ignoring it's not easy a bit of distraction can even suspend the progress on a on a particular course when you're writing it's a flow when you dis you're disconnected it becomes a problem well balancing child care responsibilities with academic commitments ah with my wife he's been good it's not been easy and really at some point i just felt like 
maybe she doesn't even understand sometimes sometimes she understands sometimes she doesn't understand so you don't even know what to do at that point in time so but then she understands eventually <laughs> we disagree to agree and we need this support to get things going and it's really 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 very stressful mentally psychologically stressful and um but what has to be done has to be done deadline will not shift because of your family responsibility yeah it's all up to you to decide how you want to balance it fine you can take break you can intermit and um, some things happened in january that i had to sort of stop working stop writing phd i had to focus on family more baby commitment and all i took a pause for a while which i never wanted to i didn't think i will need to but at this point in time we're talking about time and i had to so i did a retrospective i think it's retrospective now yeah yeah just to to save some time which i did and um february time came i started working again wrapping it up did some fast-paced interview which came out a very short notice opportunities i've been chasing some interviews for a couple of weeks and one weekend about four or five of them came up how I was so excited i did it all along at the point there was a match i needed to watch and it was clashing with my interview anyway i had the interview and i watched the match <laughs> you may say i'm on serious i was just looking at the the screen and the scores and all <laughs> i had to do that either way but then the interview was also fine and in fact it's one of the best interview i had um during those um the last three or four months so let's move on so what else what else what should i talk about mm. balancing responsibilities i would say generally is not nice so pass by tips and strategies for managing time effectively uh, you have to plan yourself out because nobody will teach you because a phd is very independent work and managing it up with parenthood handling newborn who don't care about your time they don't care if you're stressed they don't care if you are fine they just want the, what they want at when they want it and sometimes you just cry endlessly you can't even explain it you can't help it so what do you do at that time you suspend everything so you just have to apply your time to when ever works for you there's no special recommendation for 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 when to you know how to plan the time whenever you have the opportunity to work make the best use of it yeah that's what i would say about that so if you have got assistance, it's going to be very, very boy support system. I've got quite a number of support, but yes, but then it's, they really have to go on with their own life too. So they have activities, things to do for themselves too. So they will leave at some point. So, but if you've got a family staying around, always free, that would be a great one. So while you're working, they're looking after the baby and yeah, co-parenting arrangement thing. My wife is not working now. I'm also not working. I'm just focusing on PhD how do i do finance it's crazy man it's crazy i had to cut some job too and had to do some things at some point you know so to make it up quite less than 20 hours but it's not sufficient this has also imparted on which is the third segment that i want to talk about um, which is nurturing family connections uh it have it has affected um family connection we try as much as possible to keep up with it by maybe together watch movies together 
I know just in playing cards. I've got quite a number of cards with me, so so I've got some games right behind me here too. So but then when you see that you've got a lot of works to do again, you your mind will be twisted and cut off that. So but either way, strong relationship is very important to get yourself going and for you to be productive. Because if you are not emotionally satisfied, it's gonna affect your productivity level. So that I can say about nurturing family connections the second thing is to yeah to just talk about to discuss the potential strains on relationship due to time constraints and increased stress level when you are stressed you tend to react differently from how you would normally react so really yeah you can't you can only try to manage it you can't be perfect so there are sometimes you're not you're not reasonable Sometimes your partner will not be reasonable, your wife or your husband may not be reasonable. That's totally understandable. You just have to make do and manage through whatever the situation is at that time. So for practical suggestion for staying connection, connected, practical suggestion for staying connected with family members. Uh, yeah, schedule a dedicated family time. We, had, um, we planned moving night, you know, hang out and all of those things but then it didn't work at first and uh, sometimes it works sometimes it stop it doesn't work sometimes it's just not realistic you just have to be very very realistic with yourself and then you leverage on um on um any opportunity you have for them to, that you can bring them in like i sometimes share my work with my wife to worry through so that we sort of bound based on that level yeah so that's um, one of the ways I sort of involve my family in my research and also that episode was to stay connected. You may say it is boring, but that is what it is. Alright, my coping strategy and self-care. Well, if you care to know, this podcast is one of my self-care because it helps me feel like I got some other things going and I'm recording this before I start working because yeah, ordinarily. <laughs> I'm meant to be coding now, but then yeah, my I'm recording this podcast. So this is a self-care and well-being strategy. So do what you like. Do what you want to do, you love to do. What you wish you were doing if you're not doing PhD sometimes in between. To sort of create some level of distractions and that will help you sort of get back on your track and feel okay when you are back to your your phd my coping strategy man i choose to watch movies sometimes so i'm not a movie person but i have to force myself to watch it and recently i started playing games for many years many many years for over two decades i'm not a game person but man i needed to play games at some point to sort of distract myself and balance things out as per resources recommendations for assessing support there are a lot of counseling services on, on campus. You can do that with family, friends who you know are capable of, you know, that um, offering good advice. But then I'm not using any. So I I find my own counsel counseling in the Bible. Yeah. If you yeah, exactly. Studying the scriptures, watching Christian movies, sometimes, you know, seeing documentary or listening to messages. I find a lot of strength in that. So I really don't go for the uh, um, for the what do I call it now? What do I call it now? 
I don't sort of go for the professional, institutional. Uh, there's a name they call secular counseling. Yeah, secular counseling service. I don't go for that. No, no. They tend to make some conclusions. I believe things are some things are um, better done in a particular way that in line of your belief, which I I, I stuck to anyway. So there we go about that. So. The next thing I want to talk about is um, expert advice and insight. I'm not an expert. I cannot provide expert advice. <laughs> I can only tell you how I do my own. And that is, those are the things I've talked about earlier. So, But at some point in time, I think I would like to bring somebody in to talk about you know, the coping strategies and more about this so that will be all about my main point just to recap um, in this podcast i've been able to talk to you about the the challenges adjusting to parenthood and newborn care nurturing family connections and a way to keep up with family so these are some of the things you you just have to think through and then ensure that there's a balance and so one does one thing doesn't affect the other it's very important for your well-being it's very important for your progress and it's also it's actually make things and get things going so guys i would say to sign this off stay positive be uplifted do what you like doing when you're stressed and then above all above all seek for support when you need one so thank you guys and i hope to see you again in my in the next episode of my podcast cheers to you all bye